0: Hey everyone, welcome to an exciting new show. Hey Jim, how are you? Oh, why are we all dressed up like this?
1: Why are we? Could you Cause, imagine cause... why? <laughs> Maybe because there's a five behind my back. <laughs> Maybe because I just feel like wearing flamingos on a hot uh, Tuesday.
0: Right. I got my I got my pineapples going here. SpongeBob sort of a thing going. Right. Yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah, so it's the big show. We've been talking about it and leading up to it. And uh we are officially four years into the program, starting our fifth season as of today. And we've got a great guest.
1: We have a fantastic guest. All the audience that's out there today will
0: we'll only have
1: time to sign two two signatures, two autographs. (laughs) Is that it? All we can do. All right. Thank you for showing up. Thanks for coming. Get out of my parking spot. Right. Get off our lawn. Get
0: off our lawn. We're We're old and cranky. Get off our lawn. You think you are? Jeez. We've
1: been at this for five years. Right.
0: Crying out loud. Who's more experienced? We're gonna do it live. Right. We got this. We got. We got this. All right. So anyway, (laughs) and she's still on the phone, so that's good. So we have Jennifer Bertrand with us. Hello, Jennifer. How are you?
2: I wish you guys were contractors on my job site. You're amazing.
0: <laughs> well, thank oh. you. We appreciate oh, that. Love us. So, did you want? Did you want to show your your support of our our fifth oh, anniversary here? Yes.
2: In honor of your five years, mm-hmm. I have a disco ball helmet.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
2: And sadly, I got a client once by wearing this for fun, and someone hired me when I had this on. So I feel like it's. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure if I show up with these on in somebody's house, I'm not getting hired. No. I think they're gonna make no. a phone call. No, they're gonna, really want, quick. They're gonna watch us sing "Elton yeah. John." <laughs> right. Yeah, I could just do a little piano play. Yeah. Be good. Yeah. Be nice. Yeah, be really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, wrong. I'm so, Jennifer, concerned. thank you.
2: Congratulations on five years. That's a big accomplishment.
0: Well, thank you. We appreciate it that. It seems like yesterday. It really does. It doesn't really does. It? Even when I you know, look back at some of the old episodes, I'm like, wow, well, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. Wow. When, and was, then I notice that there's like 15 pounds less on me and less gray hair. And I'm like, okay. oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's <laughs> time has passed. Yes. So we haven't got thrown off the airwaves yet. No, and I can't believe that. But we'll keep on trying. We will keep trying. Absolutely. So, Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us Thanks, on this uh, big show for us. Um, we're so excited to have you um you know tell us a little about yourself so those are the people that don't know who yeah, you are they don't know who you, who we're talking right. to right
2: yeah Go so i start really started with is i look like the love child of paula dean and jack black i oh have wow oh right that takes a moment <laughs> to absorb that and then you're like "Okay, i got it i like you uh i've been a designer for 18 years um my wow. background is I won a reality show on HGTV called Design Mm -hmm. Star. 8,000 people tried out, 38 made it to casting, nine made it to the show, 5 million people voted, and I was lucky enough to win. Then the 32nd is everyone goes, what happened to you? Um, I ended up having a child who had 20 surgeries and crazy stuff. So I had, he's now a brat and 13 and doing great. But in that moment, lost our house, our car, I hustled back. And now I am fortunate to be the designer on Military Makeover with Montel Williams. And we do house makeovers for injured veterans. And I'm just so lucky to get to do, and I'm a real life designer as well on new construction and remodels.
0: Awesome. Well, we'll definitely get to the TV show, but we definitely want to talk a little bit to you about, you know, your experience and, you know, some of the things that you've seen along the ways. Um, I did hear uh, one interview you did that was talking about your, your son when he was born with all the surgeries and losing the, you know, the house and the cars. And it was like, you just won a reality TV show. You would think sky's the limit right after that. And then yet you get hit with this, you know, I don't even know what you want to call it. I mean, just devastation you know I, that you I had to go through but you persevered so yeah. which is just amazing
2: it, thank you it was a life left hook and you always think like at your highest high and then you hit your lowest low and I always thought it comes in three so I started buying lottery tickets because I was like <laughs> maybe a third's a good thing mm. um so honestly when you think about it I, I was at a high of life and then it's like a life left hook But I'll tell you, I was meant to go through that with our son, because honestly, like there's no way you can't be a better designer or even a better human when you've faced real life challenges. So when Mm -hmm. I help clients that are going through stress of um, building a house, which we all know is super stressful or a remodel, um, it helps me keep things in perspective because I've experienced like. What true life hardship is I mean no joke we saw our child Code and my husband had to resuscitate oh. him. When you've gone through crazy wow. stuff Like that it's very oh. easy To go girl it's just A paint color so like <laughs> sure. just... hey, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah you have a whole different Perspective on life than than many people Do yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing it's, Well it's I'm, glad, I'm glad idea. everything's Good yeah, yeah, yeah no it sounds Like he's doing well now you said so that's That's great you know you guys all made it through and you know probably closer closer to family because of it so
2: yeah you can't not be and honestly like it helped me with all of design is like let's face it con- like couples therapy in a sense so <laughs> yeah. it really like my husband and I survived our adventure and so just kind of helping people as they mentally go through it I do a lot of design as psychology so like figuring out how people's brain works. And if I design their house to like function and flow for them, it'll make them physically feel better. Like it's just mental wellness. Um, So a lot of it is just psychology and learning how people function within their homes.
0: Okay. So now what do you primarily do? Are you like, you do more bathrooms or kitchens or, or just, you know, I saw you do bedrooms and and things like that. Uh, What is kind of your thing?
2: You know, what's cool is like, you know how when you've been doing it so long, kind of like you in five years in a podcast, like mm. I've been doing this for 18 years. So I, I got it like I started small, like I used to be just $35 an hour in one hour. Well, now I get to do a lot of like, I do high end homes, but I still only do one hour if people can only afford one mm. hour. Because I think everyone deserves great design. But I have to tell you, like, a cool project I'm working on right now is I'm doing the condo in New Zealand and Auckland. I'm doing a new house. I know, right? A new house construction in Roatan, which is near Belize. I did two Mm -hmm. houses in Costa Rica. I did New Jersey, Florida. So I've gotten to do a lot of, like, remote design. And then I Mm -hmm. still do a lot of um, houses in Kansas City.
1: That's amazing.
2: I know, right? And, you know, when you talk about the medical stuff, it's like Wizard of Oz. Things come full circle. I'm doing mm-hmm. two hospital projects in Chicago with the Ronald McDonald House. And oh, nice. Right? Into- I'm getting into heaven. I'll be at the bar. I'm like, <laughs> I'll, I'll well, sit uh, in the seat when it's time.
0: Rumor has it I'm going to be uh, a little south of you, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I'm making it up there uh, yet. <laughs> I, I have a question for you. Um,
1: yeah. We, we were just talking about, we, we went back and you said, uh, you know, it's only a paint color. And I know when you're designing, and well, I assume when you know when you're designing, you're really trying to feel those people out. Yeah. And do you find at times, the longer you spend time with them, you find their true emotion and what's going on, and you know how to, Spearhead that and turn it around and make it all nicey-nice or try to convey to them. This is a better design. What 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 goes on with that, with the relationship?
2: Good, good question. So obviously, like, since I had a disco helmet in my trunk, it takes a special client to hire me. So, like, I I'm only word of mouth because they know I am going to give you truth nuggets. No one hires me to be their best friend. I'm going to figure out what makes you happy, but sometimes you don't even know what makes you happy. So when I do like the TV show and we do um, like makeovers for people like literally just met, I do questionnaires. So I ask questions like if you went on vacation, mountains or beach, what kind of music do you listen to? If someone gave you money to go shopping, where would you buy clothes? Because a lot of times it's understanding what, makes them happy and a lot of times i include my client in the process which we all know can be a good thing or a bad thing but but what i tell them is there are a lot of right answers and there's probably 80 ways to design a room so let's find the right one for them and then i give truth nuggets i'm just like um this is what i say if they pick something and i don't like it i'm like well that's an option so they, they, they just <laughs> that's, that's your that nice way like, of
0: putting it yes yes <laughs> well good for you that's good i'm gonna use that yeah, i'm gonna use I it too yeah write that, that down That's an option. <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. if you want to go that yeah, that's way an yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah yeah that's an uh so tell me a little bit about the remote uh design work i know that's hmm. getting a little bit more popular now too isn't it they have like you know, platforms for people to do this sort of thing. Um, But how is it with the logistics, you know, buying things and knowing what's available over there, or are you buying the stuff here and shipping it over?
2: Right. It's, it's, it's a learning curve. So when I did Costa Rica, we shipped stuff to a, um, a, receiver in miami and then it went by container and a lot of times in design if you have a receiver their job is to open it up take pictures document if it's broken or not so that Mm kind of helps take the load off um the one in new zealand we did a container as well but they only did a partial container so my client like he he was very on it so he made sure every cubic Yard was just filled with stuff Layered in So purchase stuff here I helped them shop it out um, They packed it up They got it there And then I'll fly to New Zealand in February um, To go kind of stage it And set it up Which is not that's a hard cool. job Yeah, know, that's right? cool
1: Nice reading that, huh? Dreading yeah. that. Oh.
0: It, it
2: will be painful Horrible oh, uh, oh, terrible. And then Roatan, um I think we're going to do a shopping trip And then what I've learned is Some of it comes from Honduras, Um, they do some shipping in from Guatemala, so, and the funny part is when you do countries like that, Costa Rica, like Costa Rica, you learn design around like spiders that are hiding, like you learn about the environment, and it's a totally different mindset towards like how things are gonna hide or nest in it and stuff like that, or oh, hurricanes yeah. and and mm. strong winds and crazy stuff.
1: Interesting. Did you go to Costa Rica? Did you go?
2: Um, that one I haven't been to yet, but I think he's gonna sell it, and we're gonna do another one.
0: Oh, okay. cool. Okay. <laughs> That's always <laughs> nice. Costa Rica is nice. Yeah. Is Have you been? Yeah, it is really nice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't,
1: don't go parasailing, though. Just you know,
0: <laughs> hang out and do your thing. Don't even go near that crap.
2: I, <laughs> I've been this. paragliding. Paragliding's awesome.
1: Awesome. Mm. Yeah, but do that here. Don't do it there. It's just, they, right. you know, somehow they cut the rope and then you end up somewhere. <laughs>
0: you
1: end up in New Zealand. You don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Alright, so bring us back to um, how you got on the TV show. I know you said you know, went through all these people that applied and you know, you you came up with this DVD, you know, whatever you had to come up with, and you knew it was gonna it was gonna win. Did you first of all? Did it start off like a shot in the dark?
1: Ah, what the hell? Just what the hell? Well, do it anyway.
2: Let's face it. Anyone who does television has a sense of delusion that they think they have <laughs> something to offer. Like huh? I like I honestly thought I had a shot. I was like, I'm gonna be the nice girl from the Midwest. And I'm not going to, my goal is to not make anyone cry. And I'm just going to represent the Midwest. And my dad was military. So I grew up all over the world, lived in oh, Germany. Wow. I, I taught on a Navy base in Italy. So I felt like I was a, a global gypsy who knew design. And my mom's a sculptor. She um she de- has oh, wow. a sculpture in the Reagan Presidential Library. So I like,
0: Jeez. Oh,
2: I know, right? I have wow. good DNA. Yeah, you <laughs> do. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, wow. so I come from, <laughs> I have art background, so I um, when I sent in my application, and this is advice for anyone listening, whether you apply for a job or anything, you think about how are you going to stand out amongst a sea of people. So I hand did my application, I ombre the colors, I drew on it, I wrote Coco Chanel quotes, I handmade the boxes it went in, and I wow. knew that if the producers saw it, they'd either go, this lady's really crazy, or she might be really <laughs> great. And right both for television
0: yeah those are both great for television yeah absolutely and how was the experience going through it was very stressful or did you kind of so, just like get into your own groove
2: i love it but like if you watch television so that that first show i did was 13 years ago and that was like pre-social media in a sense like that was right when all like no joke when i won People wrote me on MySpace like that was the end of MySpace era. So I always laugh. I know, right? That really. Yeah. (laughs) Other people they're like, "What is MySpace?" But
0: and they had had dial-up too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You you know what's funny? I'll uh, remind me to tell you my Pixie story after that (laughs) because meeting the Pixies through that. But like when I won, honestly, and trying out for it, it was a blast. It was like summer camp and it was everything I loved. But for every like one hour you would see, like fifty hours weren't used. So you'd wake up at five AM, you'd film Mm -hmm. all day, and then they'd be like, Jennifer, your interview's at two thirty in the morning. So I would sleep and I would like wake wake up with crazy hair and I wouldn't brush it. And people'd (laughs) be like, Jennifer needs VO5 hot oil treatment or (laughs) <laughs> Jennifer has a big mole on her eyeball. Like people would write the meanest, funniest things. Oh, wow. <laughs> so
1: you got endorsed by, by VO5. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's <good>. right. <laughs> <But> nice. You <laughs> do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you, know funny. glasses, funny. Right.
2: <laughs> well, if you go back to like Destiny deciding how your adventure happens, when I won the show, um, we got a bunch of messages. I wrote everyone back, and it ends up I befriended um black francis's wife at the time if you know the band the pixies and they ended up doing a concert for our son in la with jack black flea from the chili peppers weird Al, Uh, okay go all these people bob odenkirk did stand up all to help my son and so i always uh, just destiny shines on you and you're just meant to go through what you're meant to go through and hopefully it makes you a better person
1: absolutely sure it does absolutely yeah yeah, we're just gonna use that. Yep, yeah, I, I an old man that I used to work with. His motto was the same thing as you just said. It's just paint, you know. And they use that through yeah. the whole your whole life. It it really covers everything. It's just paint, you know. It's just it's just paint. It's just little. Yeah. Shit. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the little stuff.
2: So, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Fantastic. So where are you now? What's going on? What what's happening? And so just what's the next happened- adventure?
2: I know. So, like, I just left the client's house. I'm, I'm in Kansas City right now doing real jobs. Um, You know what's funny is I do tell my clients, hey, you're going to have a good two to three breakdowns through the build. So, like, when something bad happens, I'll be like, is this it? Is this the time? Are you going to have one of your breakdowns? We can yeah. cross one off. and Usually helps them laugh through it, and so right now I'll, I'll be going to see my project in um, Chicago at Northwestern Hospital, and then I'm also kind of working on a, a hotel in San Francisco, which is pretty cool. So very that, cool. Yeah, just starting, which is nice.
0: Nice, and I'd imagine a lot of these people just kind of let you do your thing, right? They, you know,
2: if, if they know what's good for them, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, the thing- well, of course, it's going to come out the best if you get to do what you want to do.
2: Yeah. You know what
0: I really I- like. You
1: know what you know what I really like about you.
2: What? Is your
1: smile? Your smile. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I really.
2: Thank
1: I you. love your smile. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be out and about, and I'll smile at people, and they'll be like, "Do I know you?" I'll be like, "No, I'm just smiling <laughs> at you." <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm just crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If I do what you do, no, yeah. they know I'm crazy. Yeah. All
1: right.
0: What did he just steal? Yeah. What, you know. yeah. So you live in Missouri, is that correct?
2: Yeah, we're in Kansas City. We live on a small lake, and we're also home of pa- Paul Rudd and Ted Lasso and
0: uh, all cool. those
2: good people. And like, it's funny because Kansas City is a very, you wouldn't realize this cosmopolitan town that people travel all over and come back because cost of living's good. Um, I find design wise, you know, they had their whole Chip and Joanna movement. Now it's Mm -hmm. kind of Studio McGee. I have some projects right now. I'm doing a, there's an area called the Flint Hills, which is just kind of like cool land to Colorado. And Mm -hmm. I'm doing a modern farmhouse that's lots of layered marble and just kind of, cool european meets a modern farmhouse so i'm getting to show my skill set
0: nice so what is your what is your go-to what's what's your style
2: yeah
0: everything right it looks like like everything
2: yeah so like i find there's two kind of different designers in life one that has their set vibe that you hire them for their vibe I'm kind of more of the chameleon that will figure out what your dream style is and helps you pull it off. And I tell them, look, I'm not going to do exactly what you want because or else why would you hire me? I'm not a yes Mm -hmm. person for the sake of just being a yes person, but I'm going to help figure it out. So I'll look at Pinterest boards they like, and then I'll say, let's elevate it elevate and make it cool. And my goal is that your friends take pictures and copy you know our ideas and do that so like one of the things I did that I did in a showroom and I told this it was a countertop showroom and I designed it I said look the person helping me I go you're going to be the bad guy till you're the hero because we're doing a lot of annoying things but for example on a backsplash we took A slab of quartz, so like a four foot by eight foot slab, and we Mm. cut it into different strips and wove it into wood and Mm. created our own Mm. pattern. So I often think when I approach a project, it's easy to just do what's expected. But if you say what's expected, how can I do it different? Those Mm. are the things that as a business that are going to make you stand out. There's always a quick, easy answer And sometimes in TV, you're like, I just need it done and not falling off the wall. But in real life, I always try to go, how can I do something that someone hasn't seen yet or pinned on Pinterest yet? Which, let's face it, that's hard.
0: Yeah. So I was going to ask you that, you know, using, we were talking about, you know, dial up and and the other, you know, the MySpace and things like that. And, you know, in today's worlds, you know, there's so many different resources out there. Um, And I would think too, if you're doing stuff remotely, you know, those tools can be very helpful. What are are, Besides Pinterest, is there anything else you use as well?
2: Well, so like if anyone were listening and they run job sites, one of the things that I find really easy for consumers. So there are a lot of like, like there's Basecamp, there's um, construction online, things like that. So for remodelers, I find that works great for them. For me as a design notebook online for people of all ages, I mm-hmm. go back to old school Google Slides. It's a running live mm-hmm. document. I keep it as an online notebook. Anything I write on it um, goes live and the client can write their questions on it and read as well. And it, I don't have to send stuff back and forth. Then when I'm ready to share the document, I can just share the link. And even old school contractors, literally, I like download Google Slides on their phone and I go, look, just press this button. <laughs> got it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they need
1: to be a part of this. I don't yeah. know how anyone could ever butt heads with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, just not in that, it's just not in your universe.
2: You're I mean, so nice. Yeah. You're so nice. But sometimes... Here's what I find, like we're in an industry, like if you look at um, design and construction, it's an industry where you find some people enjoy trying the harder things. Some wanna do the quick, easy way out. Some like just are gonna be grumpy no matter what. And like, it's a lot of, or there's diva trades. So it's a lot of personalities to kind of flow through Mm -hmm. it. And like Mm -hmm. when we're doing a whole house in 10, 12 days, and you have tradesmen working on top of each other in the worst case scenario, like that's always crazy. So some contractors love me, some hate me because (laughs) I'm pushing it. Um, I literally had one guy, and I go, oh, you'll love me eventually. And he was like, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
0: (laughs) Well, I would love to work with you, I'll tell you that. Yeah, Yeah. that would be be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I'm just – yeah, I definitely would work with you. Tell yeah. me, what, what do you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> now, you're, you're, you're,
0: you're, you're, you're way too busy. So uh, have you ever done, like, you know, thought about doing podcasts or, you know, other wow. things on those sites? So he has no I time. I know. Dream. That's what I'm
2: saying. You're right. I have a dream to do a podcast. So, like, no joke, my husband used to be my paint finisher, and he is like – do you know who Larry David is, the comedian? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. My husband is Larry David with an English accent because he's from England. So I tell everyone he's like an angry Harry Potter. So (laughs) he was my cabinet refinisher, and I used to fire him all the time from projects. So you can imagine working with your wife and all of that. But I always thought, I was like, one day I'm going to have a podcast just tell funny stories of either my husband getting fired from the job, or we all know that. Every single job has a million stories we could tell and share. And and half the time, I'm not scared to laugh at myself. And I'd want someone to learn something that I learned the hard way to help them yeah. through it. So yeah. that's what we all should do is high five each other and pull each other up as we're, you know, pushing through.
0: Well, when right. you start your podcast, let me know. Yeah. You got yeah. a fan right here. I'll listen. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it'll, it'll be you two and my mom listening.
0: <laughs> well, that's all that listens to our show too. I, so. I know you don't yeah. sleep
2: well,
1: and it's just because you're so creative. So, so you'll because you'll think of things at three o'clock in the morning. You'll roll over, and go, "Oh, that's it." All right, you know what I'm thinking, and then you'll come back in with a whole, a whole new concept or something like that. You know, you seem to be the problem solver too, which is good. Problem yeah. solver with a smile, with a smile.
0: Thank um, you.
2: So, uh, yeah. what city are you
0: guys in? So we're the the studios in Niantic, Connecticut.
2: Uh, so we're
0: right on the shoreline.
1: And I have hope- a Massachusetts. I have a Massachusetts accent, mm-hmm. so that comes out. I'm Rosie from Boston, outside of Boston. Yeah, yeah you get it, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you know it. Well, you
2: know If it. we ever do a if we ever do a show near you guys, I'm gonna come make you volunteer and help, and we'd have a blast.
0: Oh, absolutely, we're sure. there. Sure. We're there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have a ball. We, we would have a good time. Actually, yeah. You
1: actually would would have a lot of fun because I'm I'm a jokester anyway. I mean, I, I when I work, I, I have a good time. The guys have a good time at the same time, but we get it done. You know, well, you have to. So.
2: when we do these um, military makeovers, so basically we do a whole house in ten to twelve days. It's HVAC. It's new roof. We're gutting kitchen, gutting bathrooms. We're mm. new flooring. You never and as you guys know once you peel back a layer, you never know what you're gonna find behind it. So it's constant pivoting. Like, no joke, I go home and sleep for two days. And the best part is like, what I love is you get um, volunteers of all walks of life. It really is designed summer camp. And Mm -hmm. some are military, some are just supporting military. And like, everyone just buys into it so much. This last makeover we did, we, um, he, the the veteran had a man cave basement. We put a kegerator in it. He got a nice. new pool table. He has Harley got refinished. Like wow. the whole house was done and it was all done with such love that it was one of the greatest things. So like when I get to come on podcasts and talk about our show, it helps us. Like if anyone who watches it, it helps us help one more veteran do another makeover. So um like getting to come on here I just really appreciate you guys and getting to be on your first episode of your fifth year is all yes.
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> So all right, let's get into the show. Um so when when was the show um first pitched? Was it was it multiple years ago? Was it a long time coming? How did COVID oh. in- interact?
2: Yeah, good cra- question. So our first host of the show, and I wasn't on it from the very beginning. Our, our other co-host has been on from the very beginning. But our first host of the show was Arlie Ermey. Do you know who he is? Not a clue. He is the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. Wow. And he's also <laughs> Sarge in Toy Story. So I got oh. to film a- seasons and i have a picture of him and i leaning forehead to forehead him yelling at me telling me white is not a color and i was like i love you you're amazing he would go around and yell at us and he was quality control and he was Mm. the best human ever so when he passed away it was very important to him that we continued it on and he thought montel would be great and a lot of people don't know that Montel Williams um, was Navy and Marine. I believe he was dual. Um, and wow. he was in a submarine for an extended period of time. So um, he actually walks the walk and knows full well the life of a veteran because he is one.
0: That's great. That's Where's great. my
1: jelly donut?
0: <laughs> I can <could> hear that <laughs> screaming <in.
1: laughs> What oh is God. this? <laughs> This is a Cruller, not a jelly donut.
2: He would literally walk around and you're like, Oh my gosh, I am with you. My favorite movie was Saving Silverman. If you know that with Jack Black and like, Mm. and Neil Diamond was in it. He would tell us stories. He said his favorite movie to film was um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. 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 The second one with Matthew McConaughey, but like, he let me interview him once. One time I was building a deck on my house and I the permit guy was giving me trouble. So he made a video and said, George, God damn it, give her her deck. <laughs> that's
0: uh, awesome. That's awesome, yeah. That's great. <laughs> so it sounds like you guys did get along. Yeah.
2: We're he he along was with awesome. Her. And, yes. and the, the best part is now with Montel, like since Montel's hopped on, he's brought a whole different um way of telling the story the way he can because we mm. all know he had his talk show forever. Mm-hmm. So he really gets into the soul of the veterans. And what I look at is if one veteran hears another veteran's story and vulnerability, and we all know mental wellness is a big issue for a lot of people now, yeah. even just after COVID. So hearing strong veterans talk about what they faced and how they coped and survived is just mm-hmm. really helping people one person at a time it's awesome
0: mm-hmm. wow yeah. so how many how many houses have you guys done so far
2: oh my gosh art is so much better at answering this maybe yeah. if there's like 30 or something 33 wow 30. really i you know what's funny is like i get so like i live the project that by the time we get to the end, I literally literally am putting on an Elton John outfit. Sometimes I've not slept at all. Like one time I slept 30 minutes on a dog bed and literally mm-hmm. just went to the makeover and and, and changed quickly. So mm-hmm. like, I can't even tell you how many I've done. And it just, I, I've i been doing it probably four years now, maybe it's, it's enough wow. that it matters. And we just want to keep doing it.
1: Here's a question for you. I was just thinking of this. You're designing something, even whether it's on the show or off the show, you're doing someone's house, you have the design, you have the concept, all of a sudden, you take a left turn and go, nope, I see something else instead. Yep. Have you done that?
2: Always. You know what I tell them? <laughs> Sometimes they go, That's why they hate like, you. you. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they go, but Jennifer, you said this, and I go, you know what I say is I go, Great design evolves.
0: Got, oh, my God. Right. That's awesome. That yeah. was an option. Let's go with this. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And they'll
2: be like, but said this. And i will like, but I said a lot of things.
0: <laughs> but that's so true.
1: That's where I can see it happening because, you know, a lot of construction workers, they just like, they're very linear. bum, boom, boom. But like I've got buddies like, what do you want me to put the screw? What do you want me to nail? Just that, the other thing. And they want to just keep on moving. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you, Miss Smiley Face, comes along <laughs> and says, hey, you know what? What do you say we just...
2: <laughs> oh,
0: my God. she goes again. I get so, it. I totally you know how?
2: It. You know how I counter that. So I find with contractors, if you don't waste their time, they'll like you. So like if I come with a list, if I do a walkthrough, I have a pre-written list of what I expect. So when you go to do that bid later, you have a checklist of everything I ask of you. I also tell my contractors, like if I'm gonna do a chandelier and I know it's gonna be a really annoying chandelier to hang, I'll tell my electrician, hey, pad the cost, it's a really annoying chandelier. Or if I have a cabinet maker and I know the client's super picky about finishes, I'll say pad that cost because you're gonna have to do multiple samples of it. So I try to watch out for them as much as I can um, to love on them. And then I try, if we do pivot, I make sure that if it either is going to add a charge so I know a change order, and I try to have a solid answer and not just be squirrely left, like, you know, changing it quickly. So, and then as I work with my contractors, a lot of times I'll explain the why I'm changing it. And if they buy into it and understand the why, they'll go along with it. Or they'll say, I don't care. If it makes you happy and you're paying me, I'm good.
0: Well, as a contractor, I appreciate that. Because <laughs> I've gone through walkthroughs with designers before. And I'm like, so what's the color? I don't know. Uh, are we doing the trim? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> OK. You know, yeah. it would be nice if you had this all wrapped up before we you know start going through and trying to price things out. So, yeah. I, I can appreciate where you're coming from for sure.
2: Yeah. You'll never get an accurate price if you don't have an accurate concept to really bid it. And I think that sets everyone up to fail on a job site. If I don't mm-hmm. do my job at the front end and prepare it for you. And if I don't, my job's to talk it through with the clients to go through those answers, to prepare them for why. And then with my contractors, I'll sometimes go, hey, give me an option A and option B, like a paint grade versus stain grade, so at least I can price it out and have a comparison. But it's still pretty tight.
0: Nice, Wow. that's great, and, and the customers appreciate that too. I mean, obviously, you know, they don't want to see change order after change order after change order, unless they're changing their mind. But you know, if it's like, oh, we didn't, we didn't think about that, and it's going to cost this much more, it's like, yeah, it's a, a difficult conversation. So,
2: yeah, yeah. And, and you're a true and,
0: professional, I'll- so.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I'll share something like, I always think like, I never want someone listening to think, oh, lucky then they have it perfect. I'm a lone wolf. Sometimes I have an assistant, sometimes I don't, because sometimes it's more annoying. And, you know, we all know (laughs) help is hard. Right now I'm a lone wolf, a a one person show, and I subcontract out where needed. And when I do my big hospital jobs, I work with architectural firms and those people. So I think it's partly knowing what are your limitations. And mm-hmm. then like one time this is a funny story. I got fired by a client. And I think it's very good to be authentic with people. But I got fired, which is cool. Like I get it if I'm not your cup of tea, because I was too slow. I am a one man. Show. I didn't prepare them for, you know, I'm going to do it slow and steady and right. And I'm not a big, you know, super fast team. But the funny part was he fired me on New Year's Eve. I was like, <laughs> who does that? I was like, wow. Whoops. And I was like, every year, I'm like, 2022, it's going to be better. Woohoo. And then I was like, <laughs> New Year's Eve, I was like, guess this one's going to suck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like it was, uh you know, something that happened that continue through the course of the year. So that's good. Yeah, just got yeah. him out of the way. So you're probably better off anyways, you know.
2: Yeah. And and don't you think that? Sometimes when it feels hard at that time or something like that happens, yes, it's good to self-analyze. How could I do it differently? How could I learn from it? But then also sometimes not dwelling on it, letting mm-hmm. it go and just say it is what it is and move on.
0: Yeah. And I think that comes with experience too, you know. There's, you know, you can probably see you know, red flags from a mile away when you first start talking to somebody. Mm. I walked into a house not too long ago, and the mm. lady decides to share with me that she has taken three other contractors to court and one every time. And I'm like, oh okay, God. that's a red flag. <laughs> said, I'm like, I think I, I, I got to go. Yeah, right. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, I house. mean, she was she was like bragging about it. She was like very proud of it. I was like, oh, time to go. Yeah, <laughs> we're not it's doing it oh, right there. the, look at the time.
2: Yeah. What's that? Did you bid the job?
0: No, I passed. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, like I said, you know, you do it long enough. I mean, obviously that's a red flag for just, well, actually, you know what? I was talking to somebody else about it. And they're like, well, maybe, you know, somebody's going to come in there and say, you know, you've had bad luck already. You know, I'm going to be the guy that's going to fix it for you. No, you're not. (laughs) No, you're not. There's a reason why three failed. I've
1: seen that, too, (laughs) with, with with a homeowner. All of a sudden, things are going really smooth. And then all of a sudden this trade is, has to come back, and this trade has to come back, and this trade has to come back. And I'm like, Oh, I'm just a question of time, aren't I? Here yep. we <laughs> I'm just around the corner. Yep. It's come gonna be eyes. something. Yep. And it was. I came back. Something. <laughs> this poor woman yeah. couldn't get a mowing faucet. Now mowing faucet kept on failing. She got it. You know that stupid mowing faucet? You walk oh, by you it, wave, wave your wave hand at it, and it. Yeah. it goes on, it goes off. Yeah, like yeah. you're a magician or something. Waving, yeah. shaking, nothing, rip it off the
2: throw it out
0: stupid
2: those sensor ones are you either love them or you hate them but you know what's something cool that like delta started doing in the bathrooms that you might see more of is they started doing a pull out nozzle so you can clean your sinks in the bathroom
0: oh cool
2: yeah
0: i haven't seen that yet no that's awesome that's a great idea great idea yeah it's a really good idea.
1: Simple stuff,
2: and, and then yeah. another like finish color that's around the corner. How everyone's kind of done a lot of matte black and mixed metals is going to be around for a while, but matte white. So GE Cafe started doing, you know, their fridge lines and range lines with gold mixed with a matte white. Um, Brizo faucets. Jason Wu did a a matte white faucet with like a walnut mm. handle, or you can customize the handle. I got the white with the walnut. It looks really nice. So yeah. So, just a fun design tip of what's around the
0: corner. So so if you're if you're talking to someone and you're saying, Okay, this is what you want to stay away from. This trend is going out. What's what's the big one? I've got a couple in my head. But like, is there anything that comes to mind that you're like, Yeah, we don't want to do this because it's a fad, it's a trend, it's going well, out. It'll
2: I you know, I feel bad when I say it because someone listening will be like, Dang, <laughs> I got <it."> But <laughs> so like a lot of times with like metal finishes i'll say who cares what's on trend do what you love because it's Mm kind of like jewelry base it on what you're drawn to um i don't paint kitchen islands alone color i instead do lower perimeter cabinets and the island the same color and maybe the uppers so i try Mm -hmm. to push people past that i'd say the xanax uh vibe of gray is probably run its course yeah What, what are yours
0: um so for for me i mean definitely um you know the the kitchen cabinet colors i think that's starting to to go away the 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 grays and the blues and and that sort of thing i mean it's very very trendy and like you said you know it's it's the island so it's a big focus of the room um but I, i i see white cabinets probably sticking around for a while um but you know some of the other ones too that people think are going out, but now I see they're coming back in. It's like brass fixtures and, you know, especially in kitchens, you know, faucets and, and it looks beautiful. It looks, it looks great. It's not your typical brass, you know, 1980s golden girls type of type of look. So I I was watching first time in a long time. I, I took
1: a day off after work. I went home and was relaxing and I'm watching a movie and the woman is being um, the foreclosing on the house, so she's in the house and she's in the kitchen, and I'm looking at her kitchen cabinets, and she was all wood, mm, you know, it was just yeah. wood, it was you know oak, yeah. and stuff like that. And I was thinking of saying, I don't know why my brain went there, but I'm like, <clears throat> there's so many people that spend sixty, eighty, a hundred thousand dollars on kitchen cabinets and just kitchens, and I'm like, oh my god, and they and they owe takeout like 60% of the yeah. time and hardly even <laughs> use their kitchens. But yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm just amazed. I don't know what triggered that last night, but the, the just the kitchen cabinets on people, like it is such a status now. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in Europe, everyone changes their boiler every 10 years. It's like a new car. Everyone gets a new boiler. Now, but in, in the
0: United States... Kitchen cabinets. How often do people change the kitchen cabinets? As well, now with the paints, as you well know, and, and your husband—I don't yeah. know if he still does the cabinet refinishing—but I mean that, you know, you the, the paints that are out there now, you can just paint your kitchen cabinets yeah. and change the color, and right. it actually holds up yeah. uh, without having to completely sand them down to bare wood and you know start all over again. That's right. That's right.
2: Well, you know, I used to say that honey oak with the aged kind of lacquer finish on it kept me in business forever. Because <laughs> like it, it yellowed over time, it just kind of took honey oak and made it a tone that no one wanted to play with as much. That's kind of how I got into design, was teaching people how to gel stain over glaze on top of it and how to give things new life. Um, I just think with cabinets, it's funny because sometimes when I get to play in high in worlds, I get to play with riffs on, quarter sawn. I get to clad things in leather. I love to play with like cold rolled steel and I love to clad things in steel. So like, it's really fun to kind of play on top of it. But then I think 90% of America lives on real life budget. So I often think, what are people drawn to? And the reason why, when you mentioned the white cabinets is because the white just feels good to the brain. It almost Mm -hmm. gives you a false sense of you having a handle on life, if you think about it. It's like, (laughs) yeah, interesting. It's, it's a lie to ourselves, but that's why you saw a lot of traditional homes start to bring in a clean transitional line because it gave a sense of order to a house. It's also why like design shows, like um, all those organization shows kind of took off was because people just needed things to kind of come back to basics and have a grounding sense of like, my life's not as crazy <laughs> as it feels.
0: Yeah. Even though white's not a color.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> we disagree with that. Yeah, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so, all right, we got to ask this question. We ask everybody this yeah. question. What's your horror story? What's the What's the one thing that just you just keep remembering that that happened? Yeah, uh, it could be a crazy, crazy customer. No names, obviously, but. Well-
2: Obviously, I didn't enjoy getting fired on New Year's Eve. Like,
0: <laughs> That's a good. good point. I don't
2: know what on one hand how many people I think I've been annoyed in life that I know of to my face. That one was awful. Mm. Um, There's, you know, I'm not a big fan of like people in a sense like I, I don't mind if you waste my time. However, I like my thing of a nightmare cl- client is when they bring you to the job site and they want you to design, but then they don't really want you design. Like no joke, I would pitch this client something, and in the end, she'd be like, "Well, I just like this." I'm like, "We'll just do it, lady." <laughs> right. and then, like I, I did have one lady. Here's one. I had one lady call, and she was so rude on the phone that I literally just said, "We're not a good fit on the phone." I just nice. knew it right then. And yeah. I was like, yeah. "We need to break up before this even starts." <laughs> Right. So I think my worst, though, it's my worst, is getting fired on New Year's Eve, because then it was like <laughs> it was all set for New Year's Eve. Yeah,
0: yeah, bad, right? but, you know, and like, like I said, it was probably for the best, and uh, but still, it hurts. You know, you you feel it. You know, when it happens, you know, it's not something that yeah. you're used to having happen to you. Obviously, you know. So well, I I can. That's um, a I can good um...
2: story.
1: Yeah, yes, it is a good story. <laughs> I can, I can kind of one-up it. I knew a contractor up in New Hampshire, and he was building houses down in Florida. <clears throat> Christmas Eve, he got a phone call. The people were ready to move in the house the day after Christmas, and the house burned down Christmas Ooh. night. Burnt to the ground. Mm. Brand new house. Oof. Oh, I,
2: I have one more for you. <laughs> uh, this, this is a, to teach anyone listening who's a contractor to run background checks. I hired a contractor, he had a sub, the, stu- the sub stole a client's gun and uh, money. And that was a whole thing I didn't think I would ever have to deal with. And luckily wow. we handled it, got it recovered quickly. The client was good about it. But after that, I kind of ran background checks cause I was like, sure. I, don't I wanna play in that world ever again.
0: Absolutely wow. not. Yeah, I mean, cause obviously it's your reputation you know it's not you doing it but it's your reputation so wow yeah that's scary yeah way that's to scary. bring it down, right Right, yeah <laughs> Jeez. all right so the show again is military makeover with uh montel and it's on lifetime is that correct
2: yes sir and yeah morning so it's like morning and and coffee and cheer on our show you can also find us online and on social media because a lot of times online and on social media we show other little tidbits and behind the scenes so oh, cheer cool
0: us. and then how do people find you
2: oh yay so on <laughs> Instagram i'm jennifer bertrand design on facebook i'm jennifer bertrand i try to follow everyone back i have to sometimes dump people because it only lets you follow so many people and on tiktok tiktok's hilarious because it's like the wild west and i'm yeah. horrible at it. but if you want to see me like fledgling like an old person trying social media and having fun um it's jennifer on tiktok
0: I'm definitely following that one yeah. <laughs> for sure. We have a TikTok channel as well, as you can imagine. So, yeah, not <laughs> yeah. as funny as yours. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> uh, well, it was absolutely a pleasure to have oh, you on great, the show. show. I'll finish off here with my glasses on so we can. I never can... took my flamingos. You never too. did. And oh. I and I admire no, you for that. I took one for the team. Yep, I did. Yep. Dip your head down one more time for us, Jennifer. There we go. The disco ball Woo! hat that she's wearing for us for the special occasion. We greatly appreciate that. <laughs> oh boy. It's a little ABBA to go out, yeah, to ABBA. play the show out. We're going to do a little ABBA. Sure. <laughs> Jennifer, Turbo. thank you so much for joining us. It was an absolute pleasure talking to you. I can sit here and talk to you all day long. Um, yeah. So anytime, you know, you got a new show coming up or anything else, just reach out to us. We'd love to have you back on.
2: Thank you. Huge hugs. Congratulations on five years.
0: Oh, thank, thank you very you much. We good appreciate luck with it. Your show. Yes. Yes. I'm sure it's going to be a successful show. It's a, it's a great, great premise. You know, I love any show that has to do with military and helping families out and, you know, for the sacrifices that they've done, yeah. we, you know, it's the least that people can do you know, to help them out. So, and like you said, if you're ever up here in this area, neck of the woods, yeah. call us up, we'll volunteer. We'll definitely be there to help out. So. Perfect. Thank yes. You, you're welcome. Thank you. And everybody, thank you very much for listening for four years. We greatly appreciate it. Please tell your family and friends about the show. What do you got to say, Jim? I've got
1: nothing to say. I'm just overwhelmed. I'm just going to cry. All
0: right. You're still going to sign two autographs at the end of the show. I got two. Okay, good. Well, I
1: got one out. The other person (laughs)
0: left. (laughs) The other person left already? Damn it. (laughs) Oh, well, next year. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks again for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.